0: I feel like chemistry. I won't let no one come and take your place. Cause the love you give, you can't be replaced. So go now. back to the new alliance podcast with your host alicia solomon and megan hines and we are back again for episode two of the challenge all-star season two this episode was named it's hard to say goodbye and it was good moments of crying i cried at the end of this episode i cried with Derek Fee. it was a lot of emotions good and bad and also people bucking up and we're going to get into this so This is also a continuation of last week where we know that Derek and Jody are the winners, and Nehemiah and Ayana were automatically going into elimination because they were the dead last team in the daily. Back in one of the rooms, it was Janelle and Jonna talking, and Janelle was basically saying that she had a strong impression that Derek wants Nehemiah out. And this is where I can see. Nehemiah having the wheels turning and Derek just being very clueless, but like he's making these weird moves. And then Derek and Jody have conversations with both Ayana and Nehemiah about who they want to go in. Ayana wasn't tripping on who they picked to go in against her because she's a G like that and she knew it's still early. I haven't really had time to really make could connections people or like just had actual conversations with people this early in the game. But she was like, I played track. I don't know who my opponent is, and that's mindset I'm gonna go in. No matter who I go in against, I'll be cool. And then Nehemiah, he had two people in mind, mainly Ryan. And they had a flashback to him and Ryan's donation because he wanted to go against someone who he'd beaten before and that was Ryan. And they showed a flashback to Gauntlet three when Nehemiah beat him. That made a weird conundrum for Derek and Jody because they're both really cool brides. And so he was like, okay, my other choice is Derek C.
1: I don't know what it was about Nehemiah this episode that I just was not feeling. And I think it started from this bullshit with him trying to make them choose who he wanted to go against. Honestly, when they have a situation where the winners are coming to the people who are thrown into the elimination and they ask the person who you want to go against, and that person gives them an answer. It's courtesy for them to choose that person, but it's not the ultimate decision. And Nehemiah just made it seem like it was lying or nothing. And he didn't really want to have a second option. He like reluctantly gave Derek C's name, but it's not up to you. Like You didn't win. You don't get to choose who you go against. I don't care what relationship you have with somebody. And you're not even that cool with Derek for you to be strong-arming and try to make it seem like he needs to choose who you want. That's not how this works, brother.
0: Yeah, a lot of people also took issue with Nehemiah's choices of who he wanted to go against, mainly because Ryan and Derek are the two gay men, like two of three gay men, and he just had to choose both of them. But Ryan was like, later on, the only reason you want to go against me is if you think I'm a skinny man who isn't that strong. But I saw like that argument being made, and the- I don't want to go down that road, but I just wanted to acknowledge it because folk was depending the pitch works out so
1: i wouldn't go that far but go off
0: yeah it was a lot but i understood the gripe but it was just like this is just the game that's how it is and then before the actual deliberation of jordi and Derek, Derek was walking into the hallway and steve was right there and steve was very baffled by Derek's vacation outfit and i was too
1: somebody said i think it was kahuta that said he looked like a teenager sheep, and You know that purple and gold sheet that every Black family has? He really looked like that could be a part of that outfit. I don't know what that outfit was. He really thought he was hitting that vacation vibe with it. And someone also mentioned that Tech would look good in it. I think Tech wore something similar too.
0: Yeah, he did. Later on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So it's something that is funny because if it's really not your vibe, people are going to really notice how things stand out. When, When you wear clothes in particular... The clothes don't wear you. You wear the clothes. So yeah. if that's not your vibe, then it's going to show you're going to look funny.
0: Yeah, like even Kendall was like, I bought my kid the same outfit. Everybody was getting the licks in on Derek because what the hell were you wearing? You're not in Hawaii. And you're here for a game. <laughs> it was a whole vacation fit. It was a matching top, matching shorts. That was it. And Derek took exception to Steve making a joke about it and mentioned that into their deliberation and was like, you're not great in the head, Mighty Miles. That's not a logical reason for him to pick Steve as one of the options. Why are you mad this man said that when everybody else was joking on you too?
1: Yeah, this is where Derek lost me. I was okay with him and then this happened and I'm like, what the hell are you even talking about, bro? Like, it's not that deep. Your outfit was whack. You thought it hit and it didn't. And Steve, he didn't even say it in a negative way, he was just joking on you. He thought that you guys had that rapport where he could joke and you would understand the joke. But to take that into the deliberation, you're doing a lot.
0: Yeah, so Steve was put up as an option. Derek C. as well, because they were not going to put Brian in as the other male option. And then Leah and Casey. They were like, Leah hasn't had time to really get to know other people in the house. It's still fairly new. She doesn't wait really know a lot of people. And then we're going to put Casey in because people are going to not really vote for her. I
1: feel bad for Leah because... Leah just didn't get an opportunity I feel like she just came in and she only had one season on that show prior so it's not like she had that relationship with everyone in the house where they've been knowing each other for a couple of seasons and they were able to compete like she only did wasn't one and done and now she's back after 18 years and it's like we don't even know you ma'am who are you.
0: Yeah, and so the options are Leah, Steve, Casey, and Derek C, which is funny. Both, both Leah and Steve are the fun and dunce going against Casey and Derek. And my email thought, oh, Derek's gonna be fine. They're gonna vote for Steve that was not the case and so once they put all the names up jonah and jasmine were the first to see who like on and jonah was on mama mode she was like i am fully pissed off upset and she was like i would rather my name be up there than Derek, because i'm not gonna play about him and then steve was also very baffled as well <laughs> because he was like am i not really about to go in over a silly ass joke that this man couldn't take like that's the reason and we also mentioned that she had a disadvantage, like you mentioned, of not having a lot of relationships in the house with folks. And then Casey was very uncomfortable and very nervous about this. She was like, I get why y'all put me in, but she said that people were like, Casey won't throw a fit. And she's like, I mean, I guess, but like, I don't know why y'all put me in this.
1: I think the Cancun campaign behind Derek going in, I liked it. I thought it was funny that Jonna and Jasmine were like, oh no, you got the wrong people. Like, you fucking with the wrong crowd. You you're not doing this, Derek. And I completely was behind them getting on Derek's ass because honestly, the only reason why they put Derek C in was because Nehemiah asked the other Derek to put him in. And so that was the only reason why the name was said. So it, I thought it was actually funny the way that they rallied behind him and his elimination.
0: And then Nehemiah was getting mentally prepared and doing his boxing thing and he's talking to brad and brad was trying to give him some positive energy and all that and me and i was like that's your boy or whatever and he was like that little (laughs) that little non-trustworthy ass motherfucker like it was funny the way that edited that on the closed captioning (laughs) they're like the uh, non-trusty motherfucker they didn't even mention (laughs) motherfucker (laughs) He <laughs> was like, they only, only gave us like the first part of it, but that was funny. Like, Brad was like, he didn't really know Derek's gameplay, or whatever, with pinning in Steve and all that, because that's what Nehemiah was awfully really pissed about, because he's like, okay, you're trying to piss Steve in as someone who will take me out.
1: This is, again, where Nehemiah lost me, because yes, he asked for Ryan and Derek C in particular, but Mighty Mouse did not owe you Ryan. I know you wanted Ryan so bad, but he really didn't owe you to throw him in there, so... The whole Steve thing was just really Derek's choice. And that's the thing. When you win, you choose on who you want to go in. And he just had that against him. They didn't know Steve from anywhere. So this whole thing that Nehemiah was like, oh, he threw him in so that he can get a, a lighter player out early. Like, no, no, bro. It really wasn't even all that. It was just that he said something about his outfit. And he don't like him. That was it.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, this is some misplaced anger that you got to figure out with Batman. And then- Derek and Jody went to go find Derek C and Tom what was thought process, whatever. And they said Nehemiah me and I had two names. It was Brian and him. And they just had to go with him because they were more closer to Brian. And my mouse just told all of them in that room, like, hey, just rally folks to not vote for him and y'all should be fine. And that's where yeah. <laughs> it got even worse.
1: And this is where the reverse psychology fucked Derek completely up because he didn't realize that. More people were on Nehemiah's side than his.
0: Yeah. So Nehemiah, he was talking to Melinda and Casey about being very pissed off at Derek. And they told him to go make it known to the people who you want to go in against. And that's where it also got messed up on Derek C. He told Steve, Katie, Sophia, Kahuta, and MJ that he wanted the other Derek. And he was like, if you don't vocalize on what it is you want to happen, then it's up to people in power to dictate what happens to you. And I'm like, sir, I get the try and rally, but come on, you're doing too much. So at nominations with are on a deck, I like where the deck was set up, all the chairs and like the little table in the middle. That was nice. Ayana was like, I go in against either Lee or Casey. I'm gonna have a big Y, W H Y on my chest, because I'm doing this with my kids. No matter who I go against, I'm just gonna be giving all this energy into my Y, and I'll do whatever I have to do. And then Jonna started off with the group talk and she thought she's a nice person, you know. Jonna is very a nice girl. Don't bother nobody like that. But she was like, the, the one way to upset her is going after someone that she really cares about. And that was Derek C. And she asked Nehemiah straight up, like, why did you have him as an option, as a person? And he was like, well, my number of choice is Ryan and then Derek. And then he went on to say this whole other explanation and said, I don't know. I was like, this is Bia's. Like, just stick to who you wanted and just whatever.
1: Did he actually say why?
0: No, he just said that his number of choice is Ryan. And then he was like, he just threw in Derek name. That was it. It wasn't anything of substance, of, like, his explanation. And then Jasmine was, like, coming after Cancun was not what you want to do, Nehemiah. And she was like, I'm the wrong bitch to mess with. And I was like, come on, Jasmine. We gotta give some drama in this because this is coming off left field from Nehemiah as well. It was just, like, of all people, why?
1: That's the only thing is... Nehemiah really couldn't give an answer I mean he felt like he can beat Derek physically most likely and so if that was the case then that should have just been said and keep it moving
0: yeah and then Nehemiah basically chalked it all up to being a business decision it was a whole bunch of nothing I'm sorry it was and Ryan mentioned that he already knew that Nehemiah Wanted him because he thought he was skinny and not strong enough to face the nomination. nation. That was really it. Like Ryan knew that him and Nehemiah have history against each other in nations. He knew that Nehemiah thought of him as weak essentially. And John started off the nominations with voting for Steve and Leah. And as people were voting, it was basically the same uh, phrase being said every single time. Like, "Oh, I've known this person for so long. We are cool. Whatever." I'm sorry about the vote for you. And Leah was like,
1: this is a bunch of bullshit. I mean, the only person... It's funny, though, because Darrell voted against Leah. And he was the one who had a relationship with Leah, but... I just thought it's funny that she really didn't know nobody. And the aftermath of it was funny to me when she was just like, maybe I should like you guys' pictures on Instagram more, or maybe I should send you a video on TikTok. Like, I don't know. How do we communicate? Like, how are we friends? And Leah, you have to understand, as much as most of these people have lives outside of the show, have different things that they do, a lot of them, most of their life, they were doing the show. They were doing different versions of the show and they were able to have that connection and whether or not they even stayed on the show, the community that they have, they stayed in contact with each other. So it's hard for people to not have a relationship with them and have people who they like and have people who probably they don't like or favorites and biases and things like that. So I just felt bad for Leah because she really did get the short end of that stake of just not having the relationships with people in the house like other people had.
0: Yeah, cause Steve also is one and done, but he is still cool with a lot of people, and that's why he he only got like five votes. Everybody was like, "Oh, like I do know Steve for cool. I'm not gonna vote for him." And then once it got to like Ryan's turn to vote, he voted for Steve and Leah. At that point, it was five votes for Steve, two for Casey, thirteen for Leah, and ten for Derek. And Ryan ended up giving Derek his props in the daily by coming in third. And then he addresses Nehemiah. And he was like, I understand why my name was said out there because he was the smallest guy. But he chalked it up to fear being the BS, essentially. And they went back and forth talking about how, like, Nehemiah said that Ryan would be the last name out of his mouth if it came to it. And then we see Nehemiah have his name in first. They were like, When's the last time I talked to you, one of the last time I talked to you, blah, 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 and all that.
1: A whole bunch of nothing. I don't got nothing to answer. Okay. That, keep
0: going. <laughs> And Ryan just chalked up, said, hey, like, I can't trust you anymore like, whatever. That's all it is. And then at the end of it, it was me, Derek, and Leah going in against Nehemiah and Ayana. And Ayanna was like, let's just leave this, all this energy here on the deck. And we can all just go enjoy, have a good time at the prom. At the prom. These outfits, they were a lot. Like, we first saw Darrell's outfit, and he was looking like a picnic slip. back that's what it was <laughs> It was a lot
1: wasn't the theme it wasn't a prom theme I don't know what year the prom was set in but it was a prom theme
0: yeah Darrell had on a whole wig and cheetah print and sunglasses and a hat
1: <laughs> it might have been the prom of 77 I don't know
0: yeah and then Tyler in the quote-unquote inviting his cousin named Tundra it was really him and baby drag that came out it was nice for what it was, but it was like okay. A lot of these outfits are very questionable, no matter what it was. Also, dancing was very dated. And I get it, cause they all old, but it was a lot going on. I didn't know which era I was in. Megan, how
1: old do you think these people are?
0: They're all like late thirties and forties. I get it.
1: Okay, cool. They they not out here doing no fucking Santana dances. Like this, this <laughs> it's not, it's not the same thing. Like, you're going to have to just eat the fact that these people are a little bit older, and this is what they know. <laughs> only
0: thing is, somebody was dancing on the floor. Who was doing that back then? And it wasn't dance, It was a lot. It wasn't even like just like need to old... go
1: back on YouTube and watch how people dance. They were absolutely ridiculous. Like, people would just full out, break out, doing the worm on the floor.
0: Okay, because it looked like somebody was on a rail barrel, and I'm like, that was actual dance. <laughs> it was like that. <laughs> I was yeah. confused. And then Leah and Ayanna did like, a slow dance with each other, like, and Ayana was, like, giving her props. But they bonded as single moms, of course, because Ayana is a single mom of four, and Leah has, I think, one or two children. And Leah was, like, it a nice girl go someone with integrity in this house. And I liked how they came together as friends in this house, and Leah found herself a friend.
1: Ayana's just great. She was very supportive and just giving Leah confidence because this was the first time Leah was back. Both her and Leah were back in this competitive state. So she was just giving her confidence and feeding into her and Leah was just returning the energy back to her, which is just really just a, a nice sentimental moment that they both had with each other.
0: Yeah. And then Jana noticed that Derek Fee was not fully present in the moment. And so he put him to the side and Axel was up and he told her that like, before he did the show, his younger sister had took her life, and that was still really on his mind. And he was just, like, so grieving about it, it was still heavy on his heart. But he also knew him. his sister would have wanted him to come on the show, and it just feels like would have still been at home. But his family was like, go do the show, you know, that's what she would have wanted.
1: It was really touching to see Derek in this moment. It really hit home because you just never know what people are going through. And the fact that he got the call the day before he got to the competition, I'm sure that really fucked with him mentally because that's his sister. That's his family. Someone taking their life is just so, it's very heavy to deal with. And the fact that, like I said, it's a little sister, it's probably just impacted. And then of course he has his family that are suffering from this loss. So I felt like it was just really heavy things that he was dealing with, but it just shows his mental fortitude and just continuing to go because most people, that would have just stopped him in the tracks and they would have never came. But the fact that he continued and honored his sister's name, continuing to do the show, it showed a different side to Derek and it showed his strength more than I thought he honestly, you know, had coming into this. So kudos to Derek and continuing to do this show and wanting to come on Even after that uh, life-changing, you know, situation had happened to him.
0: Yeah. Um, And then the Cancun girls and Jonna and Jasmine and Ryan, they're like, we're going to wear beads in honor of her when we go to the nation. And Jonna even, like, wrote her name on Derek's arm so that she was like, no, she's with you. And you're going to have a physical representation of that on your arm with, like, a heart and her name. And it's like, go out there and do your very best and give it your all. At the arena, TJ said that they weren't going to be playing in teams. It was going to be strictly one-on-ones, guys versus each other and the ladies against each other as well. And this elimination was called dead weight and each player is assigned to three different 300-pound coffins, and they have chains attached to them. And then they have to pull each coffin across the arena to respective latches to secure the chains on the opposite side. And in two of those, there are puzzle problems that they have to solve. The longer the chain, it's a longer puzzle. They have to complete, and the first player to secure all three of the chains, they win the elimination. And first up is Nehemiah and Derek and Nehemiah got the first check and he was on a roll, but he couldn't really get a good grip on his hands and feet in the sand on the chain. Derek managed to get his first check and he began and he was really killing it. Derek is like, he's not sure, but I didn't know how he would do in this because 300 pounds is a lot. But he killed it, It this emanation.
1: Shout out to Derek for getting through it. I think just everything mentally that he was going through and fighting for he really just put into the elimination and just was using that to help him and he did so well like Derek was ripping through it and I'm like damn like he really got this I was really rooting for Derek in this elimination like everyone and it was so good to see everyone in the crowd especially of course Jana and Jasmine but everyone was just rooting for him like they were like come on you got this they were just giving just love and just support and it's the difference from the other show where it's like one side is just rooting for somebody and the other side is just not rooting at all. But it's just genuine support that they had for this person. So I just thought it was great to see.
0: Yeah. While Derek was pulling in his second chain, Nehemiah was stuck on his last puzzle and Derek managed to have some momentum and he pulled it to us and got to his puzzle. And Nehemiah was struggling trying to figure out this last puzzle. He tried on four different times. He got managed to get the fourth time, but it was just a lot. He could not figure this puzzle out to save his life.
1: Honestly, this elimination just showed how Nehemiah can be defeated. Because to me, he could have just ripped through this, to be honest. Like he had a lead and He's, you know, supposedly physically bigger than Derek. I'm surprised that he was struggling so hard, especially from what I seen on the other side with the woman and how they did the challenge. Like, what were you doing, Nehemiah? He was pulling an elephant.
0: <laughs> but so Derek managed to catch up, and Nehemiah managed to figure out his puzzle, and they were literally almost neck and neck at one point. But Nehemiah fell on his ass once he got to the other side of the arena. And he latched on his chain and he won that heat. And so he's still in the game. And then with the ladies, Leah was struggling to begin. The chain in the latch, it was not going for her. And she was trying to get help. There was a lot of people just yelling, like, do this and do this. She should have said, can y'all just be quiet for a second? (laughs) Because she could not focus.
1: I don't know what she was doing. You know, and it's funny that she even had that first to start with because the three coffins, there was just one that didn't have a puzzle in it and you would just grab and go. And so you would think that would be a great start. That's the first one that you go to and get. But she couldn't even get the clip onto the coffin and she was just struggling. She was just sitting there and like you said, everyone was just yelling at her on what to do, what to pick what to tuck what to unlock what to hold down what to pin and she's just like it's not coming off and i think she was just flustered in that moment after it just she wasn't getting it done at that point ayana was just moving ayana was a fucking beast yes This eliminate, like, I don't think I've ever seen anyone after taking a break for so long come out the way that Ayana. Like, Ayana was a like, she literally gave me chills watching her. She was a beast. She absolutely killed that elimination. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that.
0: Yeah, like, Tina was like, it looked like the coffin was levitating. She had it, like, not even on the ground. And then, girl said Nehemiah was pulling an elephant, and Ayana was pulling cotton balls because she was going quick. And that man was struggling. I don't know how the hell he was struggling, but he was.
1: It didn't look like they were even pulling the same thing. Like, Like the way that she really pulled it and was just carrying, like the thing was lifted off the sand. Mind you, they're in sand. That was the problem with Nehemiah. Nehemiah couldn't get a grip onto the sand. He couldn't, his foot couldn't get any traction. And so he was struggling to pull. She literally was just like, all right, put it on her back. Pulling it towards her, that shit was lifting off the fucking sand. Like it was just floating and she was just pulling that shit. And honestly, Ayana just showed like when you got that mom strength, that's a different kind of endurance that you had. She mentioned running after your kids and dealing with that. that that's something else. And she got four of them things. Listen, Ayana is a beast. I don't care if I get into a fight. I'm calling Ayana to come down. Like, if I'm her kids, I'm calling my mom, like, to bust your ass. I don't care. Yo, that shit was 300 pounds. Like, I don't think y'all understand what I'm saying to y'all. Nehemiah, who is a beast in his own physical right, was struggling. And she literally picked that shit up like it was a feather and was like, all right, we went to the next one. We went to the next one. We went to the next one. Like, she was just moving. It was so inspiring to watch. Like, I literally got chills watching her
0: yeah i was like damn like was, she was really going fast the whole time and at the end of it she when she got the last one she was so hype she was like powerful as fuck powerful and i was like this is so amazing this just put all y'all on notice that y'all can't mess with her because y'all might go home
1: no and this is an individual game to begin with and so that elimination just showed that It's continuing to be an individual game. Y'all do not want Ayana to go down there. I know people like to throw people's names around and say, hey, we're going to throw this person in, we're going to throw that person in. And after her showing in that first daily, it's like, all right, girl, like, you know, she got a little dust on her. Let's see what she got. And she fucking proved she can go against anybody. I don't care who it is up there. They come down there, they're going to have to go against somebody who literally has everything on her back like that's somebody who's taking care of her fucking business yeah
0: even though leah <laughs> poor leah she she couldn't even get one i was like we gonna pick this up and we gonna move it to the other side and Ayana helped her Move that thing to the side. You're, like, You're going to need to complete one of these. We're going to do that. And I literally had tears in my eyes. Once everybody started crying, I'm like, I'm going to start crying too. But this is some real inspirational shit that's going on. And she's literally helping somebody who got eliminated. We don't see this on the other show. It's the magic of bringing back folk that actually care about each other and know that it's a game. But at the end of the day, we people, we want to see each other win in some shape or form. And that's what happened. That was such a dope moment as well.
1: I absolutely love that moment. And, you know, it was so crazy because, Ayana was so hyped off of just winning and the adrenaline that she had. It was just flowing in her. She just looked at Leah. At one point, when Ayana was getting through her third chain to pull, Leah had just broken through and gotten her first. So she was just struggling, pulling it across to the other side to get the chain on. And, you know, Ayanna had won. And Ayana was just basically like, listen, girl, we're not quitting. And I think it just went back to the conversation that they had at the dance party where Ayana was like, listen, I'm going to hold you down whoever wins, we win, but we are just gonna do this together. They have that mentality where they're both single moms, they got a lot to go through, they're both women, and they just support each other. And I just thought it was just such a pure moment. Everyone was emotional. Kendall was Kim Kardashian, ugly crying. (laughs) Uh, Latarian was crying Janae and jasmine like everyone was so emotional and rightfully so because that literally was just a moment like derek mentioned he would watch it with his kids and just be like if you take nothing else from the challenge a moment like this is something that the show embodies it was just i mean i don't even know what to say anymore like ayana fucking rocks <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> like that's it
0: Also, I just followed her on our page on Twitter, too. So we're going to get all the good Ayana content (laughs) on
1: the timeline. More. Keep it coming. Mm -hmm.
0: And so now that both Nehemiah and Ayana won the elimination, TJ also said that with winning, it comes with power. And so they get a life shield so that they can save either themselves or someone else who gets nominated the following week. But in using it, they lose their vote and nominations that week as well but this is a nice little game changer because like last season they didn't really don't did they get a like a power last season with they won
1: i think they did i think uh last year they could save somebody because i do remember at one point somebody was supposed to fake kendall and they didn't and all that kind of nonsense and kendall went power crazy so they did have that and that's something that the other show doesn't have where it's another twist where i think Latarian had mentioned it like you win something when you win you not you don't just go back in the house and then that's just it and then we are just moving on like once you win you can have power to do something else with that win to have to save yourself or save somebody else in future challenges and i just like that you know twist of it but that's some heavy power to deal with because then that's going to definitely be to some advantages and to some disadvantages coming up.
0: Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how people intend to use it moving forward. Like, also a hope of alliances, because I'm you know, like, that's gonna happen again. Granted, it's not gonna be one big alliance like it was last year, thank the lord, but the drama that will happen with this, that'll be a fight to see. And- that is the end of this recap from episode two.
1: Everything you
0: do. You know, me love.
1: Everything
0: but- As y'all know, we mentioned that we have a new segment, which is a song from either the episode or a situation that arose. And the segment is called Tune It Up and this week it's my turn with the song, and mine is Get Back by Ludacris, because you don't know I'm like that. Nehemiah was at the center of a lot of situations where folk ain't know who exactly they were, and grounds of relationships, because it was a lot of arguments, and it's just like, I cannot, but Get Back. I'm like that. Nehemiah don't know Ryan like that. Ryan don't know like Nehemiah, that y'all may be cool but y'all don't know each other like indefinitely and obviously Nehemiah don't trust my emails and so both of them gotta get back to the corners and just do whatever that's my song also my second one was wannabe <laughs> because that was playing at the front oh yeah
1: and that's also on our playlist so we do have a Spotify playlist with all of the songs that are on are the soundtrack of this show And then also our picks for the song. So we have the Spotify playlist posted on our Twitter page. We'll have it pinned every time that we tweet about there's a new episode. So you guys can check out the playlist. You can follow our Twitter page, though, at Dual Alliance Pod. You can follow us personally on our personal pages at Megs and Hines. And that Ace underscore S5. You can follow our YouTube page at Dual Alliance Pod. And we will be back next week to recap this episode. This was a little bit shorter, and just because the nomination and the deliberation were just the whole episode. So, next week we'll have dailies and we'll have more things to discuss. But overall, it was a great episode, and I'm excited to watch more of this content. So, we will be back next week. Thank you guys for listening. Bye. Bye. Happy holidays. Oh, it's
0: long Your love you. oh, yeah. one